episode of Megapologetics. This is Jim Funkhauser, coming to you a little uh, late compared to the gap between the last two episodes, but all is well here. Got a very special episode for you uh, this evening, or morning, whichever time it is when you're listening to this, because it is a podcast. It's not live radio, so you can listen to it at, uh, <clears throat> at any time, and... Um, I was playing Arkham City uh, today. Uh, my son, Paul, gave it to me as a gift. And I'd never played video games before, so I had to put it on easy mode. Uh, but boy, that is that is one hell of a game. And you see a lot of Christian influence in there, too. Like, uh, you know, spoiler alert, the Mad Hatter is a villain. Uh, and if you're a fan of the old comics, uh, then you'll, you'll like the Mad Hatter's inclusion. Uh, personally, I've, ne- I've never read comics, uh, but I've been told that he is in the comic book series. And so, for those of you who do like comics and enjoy them, uh, as well as I wish I could, um, then you'll enjoy seeing the Mad Hatter. Uh, what I found, though, strange about the Hatter, or maybe not so strange, is the fact that he controls people's minds. With hats. Now that, you may be thinking, Jim, you know, what's so strange about that? Well, think about all the false religions out there that also seem to control the minds of people with hats. Uh, You've got the Catholics with the Pope's uh, uh, mitre, the the Muslims with the turban, the the Sikhs with... um, with their turbans, uh, you've got the, the Jews, the unbaptized Jews with the, uh, you know, Jew hats, and then you've also got, uh, I think the Hindus wear something, to, well, the dot, um, it's not a hat, but it is something that you have on your head, uh, so it just kind of makes you think. And speaking of games that make you think, uh, I also, uh, thanks once again to my son Paul, uh, hi Paul, uh, I have been playing uh, Bioshock Infinite, which uh, admittedly I've, I'm only about uh, 30 minutes into the game, but you know what, just if you start feeling down and feel that, you know, oh no, liberalism has taken over the uh, showbiz industry, and, you know, there's no good Christian conservatism out there anymore, well, you know, dry your dry your tears and face your fears, because uh, this is, is the opposite of that. This is a conservative, yes, conservative Christian masterpiece. Now, you play a guy, so far as I can tell, uh, who is walking, you know, through this sort of uh, utopia, uh, which is based not only on biblical Christianity, but also on uh, the founding fathers. Uh, You actually have uh, the founders, Washington, Jefferson, uh, Franklin, all great Christian men who uh, founded this uh, nation on biblical values. You have them being treated with the reverence that they deserve. there are statues of them, and uh, they're in robes and everything. It's just a, it's a really uh, great game. And speaking of biblical values uh, and our founding 
fathers, I'm going to inaugurate a new uh, special section of this podcast, uh, which is called God's America with Jim Funkhouse. This day in God's America, George Washington said, A free people ought not only be armed and disciplined, but they should have sufficient arms and ammunition to maintain a status of independence from any who might attempt to abuse them, which would include their own government. And that was uh, this week's edition of In God's America with Jim Funkhauser. I hope you enjoyed it. So now, after that brief intermission, uh, we get back to the subject at hand, which is that of the Christian video gaming. So we already spoke about how Batman Arkham City had some Christian hints of Christianity, I should say, in it. I don't want to say it's a Christian game, um, but you do have those thought-provoking elements that I mentioned earlier. Uh, Bioshock Infinite is far more explicitly Christian in nature. And I wanted to take this opportunity, since this episode is about Christian video gaming, to maybe throw my own hat in the ring and, uh, you know, share some of my ideas with you on uh, some possibilities for Christian video gaming. I suppose, firstly, I like the idea of an Answers in Genesis uh, video game. Yes, I am an Answers in Genesis geek. Uh, I love that website. It can be a little technical at times. Uh, luckily, I, I did go to uh, a community college, so I am able to understand what they're talking about most of the time, but uh, it is still a little technical. What I think that they could do uh, is maybe, or I hate to use this terminology, but they could kind of dumb down their message just for the sake of the gaming experience. Uh, for instance, you could play the character of, I don't know, uh, Tricy, uh, the Triceratops, who um, goes in search of the the person who uh, rode her when she was young. Uh, what do you call a young Triceratops? I, you know what I'm saying. Um, Jesus, you know, wrote her when she was younger, and uh, you could go in search of, of Jesus, and uh, then as you go in search of Jesus, you find clues. It's kind of like, kind of like Mist. You guys ever play Mist back in the day? It's a secular, but uh, interesting, interesting game um, back in the nineties, uh, and uh, maybe it would be kind of like Mist, but with people. And talking dinosaurs, because uh, like I said, you would have to dumb down Answers in Genesis for the public, and uh, uh, that would include talking dinosaurs, because who, who doesn't like a talking dinosaur? I know I love talking dinosaurs. So, uh, Tricy uh, goes around asking people, you know, where, where is the Lord who, who wrote me when I was younger? And, uh, you know, they're saying... For instance, go to Jerusalem, go go to uh, where he's preaching, and uh, then you solve puzzles, and then you finally uh, reach Jesus, who's very happy to see you, and, you know, right off into the sunset before you go extinct. <laughs> but uh, that's, a, that's a whole other thing. 
Now, in doing research for this podcast, I did discover that aside from Bioshock Infinite, there are other uh, high-caliber Christian uh, video games available. There is uh, a Left Behind video game. I ordered it off of Amazon not too long ago, but uh, I do have a Mac, and apparently it does not play on Macs. Um, so I played it on my son Paul's uh, computer. Uh, he has a win Windows Microsoft machine. And it was uh, very confusing. I mean, it's a tactical game, I I'm guessing. Uh, and anyway, I, I couldn't get along with it. You know, like I said, if, if you want to get the gospel across, you've got to make things accessible. And and this uh, was not accessible to me, at least. Maybe I'm, you know, I, I'm an old guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm 45 years old. Uh, but uh, it just, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't on, as they say in uh, the UK. They said that when I was there. It's not on. Um, anyway. But I think that, that my best idea, in, in terms of, Christian video games might be what, uh, and I'll sue you for copyright infringement if you take this. <laughs> I'm joking. No, well, don't take it, but without credit to me, that is. But uh, I, I call it Cornelius Van Til versus the Atheist, right? And it's just a, it's a it's a role playing game, and it, there's a lot of dialogue choices in there. And there's no violence, and that's the way a Christian video game should be. That's why I'm really a big fan of Bioshock Infinite thus far, is, is because there's uh, not no violence. It's just uh, you know communicating the uh, value of the biblical values of the founding fathers and uh, Christianity, albeit with a um, sort of. <laughs> Obviously, unorthodox uh, prophet in there, um, but that's something that I'm, I'm sure they just have to put in there for the liberal media. But as I said, it's a role-playing game, and you will—I uh, don't know if, if my listeners know what role-playing games are, but uh, essentially, whatever decisions you make in a game affect the game as it goes on. Unlike most games, which are uh, what the gamers call on rails, uh, where you don't really make any choices, where everything's scripted. So in this game, you, you gain character points, which uh, you can uh, spend on skills to get more powerful. And the skills in, in Cornelius Van Til versus the Atheist would be like logic, uh, reason, argumentation, faith... Obviously, that's an obvious one. And love for uh, sinners. And in this game, you would also uh, be able to, through dialogue choices, tell homosexuals about the existence of uh, ex-gay ministries and uh, Marcus Bachman. And they would not die. They would go and get help in the game. And then, of course, at the, the end of the game, the goal is to uh, uh, die and... Uh, go to go to heaven, and you can uh, of course die at any point in the game because it is a video game, and that is part of what 
makes video games video games, but uh, if you die any time before you have saved enough souls, then you don't go to a nice place. Uh, and uh, I think that this would be great for the kids. Uh, I would play it, even. Um, long as it's not a tactical video game, uh, and as long as it's a, a role-playing game, uh, with turn-based, because um, not so responsive anymore. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed my ideas for some video games, and, you know, maybe even uh, take me up on a couple of them. So, if you do decide to, uh, my email once again, I've actually got a new one now, it's Jim Funkhauser, that's J-I-M-F-U-N-K-H-A-U-S-E-R at gmail.com. So let me know if you decide to uh, run with any of my ideas. And um, next time, we will hopefully have a guest on to speak about um, homosexuality and Christianity. Thanks for tuning in. Stripers to H with the Devil, I've edited that out, um, is used by fair use, uh, so our usage is fair, and uh, we wish the best to Striper and their uh, career.